I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, hello, mom. To be hey. soon. <laughs> hello. <laughs> it's getting closer days. and closer every day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Now, there's there's a point I think for most moms, Deva, where they want. Let's get this done. Come on. Let's you know because they get tired. Now, it, while it's like 180 degrees in uh, Texas oh. where you're living, right? So uh, yeah. that's probably not good. Or I mean, it is what it is. But uh, is it tough with uh, the temperatures being that hot? Oh, yeah. I've almost become nocturnal. I, I really love to keep my schedule um, really clean and, and regular, but there's been uh, so many horrible heat problems that I've been waking up at four and going to the gym and trying to get all of my errands done by 10 to the where, you know, I, I start sweating around 930 and then yeah. 10 wow. rolls around and then I come home and try and relax a little bit because I can't do anything else. I can't leave. And then my day starts again at 730 (laughs) until maybe uh, 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. or so just to avoid the heat. But it has been. And I really am thinking about my husband because he's an electrician. Uh, He's working outside and uh, quite a few of his work buddies have uh, actually thrown up from heat heat exhaustion wow. i'm giving yeah. these little mason jars of electrolyte powder <laughs> to oh. him to bring to work um yeah because yeah. i think they're struggling but i think the cold weather is going to come soon I'm, I'm thinking about it and praying it comes soon yeah. so yeah well it'll come in, in due time whatever that may be uh, what are you at like 70 or something oh, fun? <laughs> yeah it's it's hot here too uh i think we're in the mid well around 80s not even mid 80s uh, around 80s and um and no humidity so it's uh it's, it's beautiful weather out here although yeah. the sun and it does in texas too when it comes out it, it it's burning it is hot so it can yeah. be you know 80 degrees uh as far as temperature and then the sun hits and it's like feeling like 90 in Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jacob just, says just, if it could only just get down to 90, he'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, we were talking about relationships last week, and uh, you, you shared with uh, with us you know, that message, those uh, text uh, conversation you had with that person. And it was just one person, right, who was offended by what you said? And uh, Yeah, there, there were a few people that came back and commented a few other things um actually engaged in my discussion i really didn't say anything else because i i didn't want to push it too far it didn't seem worth it um but then i had a private message from somebody uh saying hey you know group text can be rough sorry for what happened but here's here's you know some friendly debate for you i feel this way and then the last text message on the thread was somebody who completely agreed with me and went oh. off they wrote maybe oh. you know 
<laughs> five or six paragraphs and I, I you know agreed with most of what they said but some of it was even more uh, dramatic than how I was saying it and so that that made my heart a little bit happier um, just to think that I wasn't necessarily alone because um, I think it can be very isolating especially when you don't see anybody's face or nobody you know yeah. pats you on the shoulder and says hey I don't agree with you but you know I'm here it's Instead, it was it was cold. It was just just messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was yes. Uh, last week you asked me about in 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 my day, and and I as I mentioned, we didn't have the technology because we didn't have a choice. We had to be there mm -hmm. with each other. And and as we were finishing it out, yes, last week I, I mentioned that you know the the communication process is way more nonverbal than it is verbal. It's not the words most of the time. And uh, so I, I don't know that we communicated better. But at least we had the opportunity to, where again, mm -hmm. with you, you know, if, if you're texting or emailing or whatever, it can take, be taken in, in many different ways. The good thing is like when I, all, all, most of my books, all of my books, uh, it's funny because I'll have, I can have three or four people come up to me and, and uh, give me feedback on a particular book and they all read different things into it, which is, that's the way, mm -hmm. the way I write. I want, I don't want to be prescriptive. I want to be descriptive and share something and that people have their own ideas about it, which is okay. But the key is, uh, I, I think, uh, what uh, Dr. Stephen Covey taught me and uh, many thousands and thousands of people is we can agree to disagree agreeably. Yeah. And I think, I think yeah. that's a sense of respect that, and I'm going to, I'm going to diss you and you're representing your whole generation. You know that uh, y'all yeah. don't have that. Now we've lost it because of you, or at least I'm blaming you. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but we don't have, we don't have respect. I, uh, I mean, I, I think you might agree, uh, Deva, you know, we should respect each other that this is what you think. And, and I, I respect that you think that I don't agree. But I respect that's called empathy. Uh, I respect that you you believe it, and and okay. But I believe something totally different, and uh, we can both live together, and we can do both work together, and go to school together, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, even in college, I I think uh, I don't. It's not so much in, at the academy. I don't think because they're still pretty free to to say what they want. But in a lot of colleges, it's like you're you're restricted. You can't say that. Well, why not? Mm -hmm. This is what I feel. This is I. This is what I believe. Why can't I say it? You know, again, without being uh, disrespectful and cursing or whatever, but uh, but I don't know. I, I think my sense is when we're talking about developing character in the relationship, uh, respect. Th that's what we need is respect it, to that mm -hmm. relationship. We're we're not going to live together. We're not going to be brothers and sisters. But I can respect, and I maybe gosh, for imagine this, Deva, in a college uh, uh, scene. Imagine learning from someone that you're mm. not right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I hope to seek out every day. And, and I'd like to be quiet to learn from other people. And uh, that's, that's one of the things I said in that text message was I'd rather you help me understand um, where you're coming from. And I think I have learned a little bit of this uh, from my husband, Jacob, um, because I think when we first got married and we're, we're on the same team. So most of the time, if not, you know, all the time we, we agree on what's happening and uh, we just agree, but uh, sometimes we'll, we'll have a disagreement and, I think he's really comfortable just saying, oh, we disagree. That's okay. And then, you know, let's see, let's move on. 
uh, I was not. I would I would say, you know, maybe he has a disagreement <laughs> with somebody else, and I would I would come up and say, well, don't be mean. Don't why you know don't don't leave it unresolved. And he was like, it's it's not a big deal. We're just talking about the kind of guns we like. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. that's not a conversation we've had, but uh, as a good example that that um i think i grew up uh thinking that you had to leave everything happily resolved um and you had to all be on the same page and i think that uh, a lot of people nowadays feel that way if if you're not uh synonymous if you're not the same uh on the same track as everybody that you're surrounded with then something's wrong and you have to fix it and so i think it leaves us uh with a false reality that everybody around us thinks the same way we do and that we're always right and instead, uh, like you're right, I think that nowadays it's harder to to find people that you can healthy be have healthy disagreements with, yeah. and and have it just be that way. Yeah. But I enjoy it. Well, I enjoy when people disagree with me. The hypocrisy, I think, Deva, is that we talk so much about diversity and the value, the importance of diversity, which I agree, it is mm -hmm. very valuable. It is very important that we have it, but then we don't accept it. You know, mm -hmm. the, often the people that talk that are the ones that say, yeah, we want diversity as long as you're agreeing with me. And yeah. that's not diversity. You know, there's one of the, and I, I used to think that Patton had said this and evidently not. So I'm saying it. If two of us are thinking the same thing, we don't need one of us hmm. to grow. You know, if we're, if we're going to grow, I already know, you already know. So there's no growth. But to grow would be to gain a different perspective. That's why I asked you last week about that. And you know, would, uh, I'm I'm interested because um, because I'm interested in uh, in the miracle of birth. You know, this you being pregnant and uh, Bobby and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that, that that's that's a, an incredible thing. I can't fathom the the uh, power of that. I can't get my head around it. But it exists, and it's going to. I mean, you're you're a, an example of it. It's going to happen here in a couple of weeks. Uh, wow, no, yeah. wow, that can't be. You know, <laughs> it just seems impossible that it uh, it happens, but it does. And mm -hmm. I guess millions of times every day. I don't know, uh, but still, you know, I'm as a, a a continuous learner. I'm interested in how you feel things, how they are now compared to the way they were back in the day. So. Um, you know, I think we can all grow from that. It's not like I'm going to say you're wrong. Don't have that baby. You're wrong. You shouldn't have that baby. Because <laughs> I've never experienced it. Yeah, no, I. it's very valuable. And as long as those conversations aren't contentious or scary, then it's great. Um, I uh, I have a senior thesis that I'm writing that I, I regret choosing because I can't change it now. And I think I've told you about this. Somebody is writing their senior thesis on Scooby-Doo. And how Scooby-Doo has changed over the years. Um, and my senior the thesis is on vaccines because I chose the most contentious po possible topic. Um, and I thought <laughs> it'd be great. Uh, anyways, I specifically, though, it really does apply to our conversation because my my thesis is specifically perceptions on vaccines. So I'm thinking about looking specifically at people who have abnormal, what we would call maybe abnormal perceptions on vaccines um what you know maybe not to vaccinate your children and how they came about that conclusion uh politicians there's uh, robert kennedy jr has running his um his uh platform with with a really interesting conversation on vaccines and uh so anyways my mine is uh all of the different people hopefully uh that i can get 
put him in one room theoretically, but put him all in my thesis is what I mean. Um, and somebody can go ahead and, and read if, if they're just, you know, oh yeah, casually, you know, anti-vaxxers are stupid. Like they don't know what they're talking about. Well, what are some of these arguments? Like what are the, what's the logic they're taking uh, to arrive there doesn't have to be right doesn't have to be wrong doesn't ha- need to be even science-based it's just what perceptions are people gaining to arrive at the conclusion that they've arrived at um anyways so i'm excited about that but i'm also terrified because i have to go to class once a week and read part of my my thesis and share my work um and i don't want people to think you know i'm just trying to collect you know I'm trying to be the source of people talking to each other about vaccines, basically. Um, And I don't think people are going to want to hear it. I think they're going to start to, you know, say you shouldn't put that in an academic paper because it's it's false. And I'm saying, well, it doesn't matter if it's false. I'm just writing about what people think. Um, (laughs) You're not making the judgment. You're just uh, uh, capturing the thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I hope yeah. I hope it works out that way. So we'll see. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. Yeah. If I that, get that, any fist fights, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> now, do you, you meet up in class personally, physically? I've been allowed to uh, have some online courses because of the pregnancy, um, oh. but I will be there in person on Tuesday for the first time, and whenever I can, uh, before the baby, and hopefully after, I'll go in person too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that will be <laughs> pretty interesting, and, and it is a topic <laughs> yeah. that you know. And I I don't recall exactly what I saw online or, or on the web, Deva, but it had to do with uh, people that decided not to take the uh, a vaccine, and it wasn't necessarily the uh, the COVID, but they decided not to take, and it was a child, uh, so the parents said no, and then the child uh, was dying, and as mm-hmm. as it was dying. Then there was a controversy, and I think this was in England. But there was a controversy about do we do we take care of the baby now? I mean, you you said you didn't want it, and now you're telling us to do what we have to do to to save the the baby's life. Which to me is, is there's no argument there. Yes, yeah, save the no baby's argument. life. Yes, Why would you? But it was a political thing, you know, because you went you were on on this side. Uh, now you want us from this other side to help you. Okay. Yes, I do. I changed, yes, I, I I changed do. my mind, my perspective, <laughs> or whatever, you know. But uh, yeah. it, it's gotten so that uh, we're so, uh, uh, and, and I, there's a term for it, you know, we're just on, on either side way farther than we should be. There's a middle ground. Yeah. If, if I, if you, maybe you just, just now changed your mind, I'm still going to take care of you. It's like, you know, in the military, I served 50 years uh, altogether, but uh, I never, ch- uh, I never, and actually this was a, a, a law, I guess. It didn't matter whether I, I uh, supported the president or not. My job was to yeah. protect the president, period. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were several throughout those years that I didn't uh, particularly like. It didn't matter if something, mm-hmm. if he, you know, if someone was about to shoot the president, my job is to protect him and get in the middle or whatever I have to do to protect him. Yeah. So, um, but that's changed now. You know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, the, the this technology that you guys have given us again, I'm going to blame you. Uh, <laughs> you know, we it, it's it's in many ways it's it's great in many ways and it's not so great in in many ways. So, uh, but it all it's all about relating. It's all about relationships and the the whatever relationships we have 
develop our character. So, and I don't know who said this first, but uh, there's plenty of people because I read it all the time lately with memes that the, you're you're the product of the the five people you hang out with, or and I don't mm -hmm. know if uh, if you know, have you heard that before. I have, yeah. yeah, yeah and I don't know if someone did some some quote scientific study or something that says <laughs> that. I don't believe it. A lot of that quote scientific crap, uh, but um, but anyway, that's. That's what people say, the, the five people. Now, interestingly, I don't hang out with five people. <laughs> so who am I yeah. the product of? <laughs> so, yeah, the, the two friends you have, me and your wife. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's it. Well, no. dogs, that's <laughs> four. <too>. That's good. <laughs> so, okay, sure. You start barking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really. so funny. But, Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, I, and I, you know, back in my day, going back to my day, uh, we used to tell people or, uh, we used to tell, or the parents used to tell their kids, hang out with the right people. It wasn't five or 10 or 12, just hang out with the right yeah. people because they, through that relationship, they're going to influence you or they can influence you. And if you're going to be influenced, then we want you as a parent to be influenced in the right way, in a, in a positive way, not a negative way, you know? So uh, I guess maybe that's where that started, but, uh, but nonetheless, these, uh, uh, you know, it, it is all about relating with each other and we're all in this. Although uh, uh, what is the nine to five actress, uh, Lily Tomlin, said, oh, okay. Lily Tomlin said, uh, Lily Tomlin, she said, we're all in this alone. Okay, <laughs> kind of, uh, but we're yeah, probably all in so. this, all in this together as well, uh, alone together, yeah. I suppose. So, uh, but anyway, well, I have another, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I have go another ahead. little story to finish this off then. Um, okay. And I, I, I agree with you that we are the product of our five people. So basically weed out the ones that aren't going to benefit you. But at the same time, I, I really am concerned about when, you know, when do I quote cut somebody off? When do I um, think that they're not good for my character? Uh, or when do I realize that, you know, this person needs me in their life? Um, I went on a trip uh, my freshman year to big bend uh, with I think six other girls and we had just met, we'd known each other for about two or three months. And, um, uh, the same, same political problems that we've been discussing, but specifically this, this story is interesting because I really wanted to be their friends despite political differences. Um, and I wasn't, you know, firm in my political beliefs. I would have rather, you know, open discussion and I would have been, been completely happy to say, Oh, you think that way? That's fine. Uh, we got into a political discussion one night on the top of a mountain and t in a tent, and uh, they they really were not happy. I wasn't saying necessarily this is the way it is. I said, "Have you considered it this way? This is this is the way I've learned that this is." Uh, we were talking about um, a, a few different topics, but uh, they they basically said like you again you you probably shouldn't be talking the way that you are, um, and. Uh, and I didn't think what I was saying was was super uh, difficult, but but maybe it was. Maybe it was just uh, maybe I was being too academic and not heartfelt enough. But uh, anyways, on the way back, I really didn't say much, and it was it was so difficult for me because I really felt like our friendship had had just ended at the start of one maybe five or six minute political conversation. Um, and by the end of it, they, none of them texted me again. We didn't, we never went out and did anything again. And, and I still haven't been able to have those friends. Um, and, uh, it's the same with religion. If, if they are all of, uh, maybe 
I'm Christian. And I think sometimes you get into a group of friends that if the collective has agreed, oh, we don't like hanging out with other Christians, um, then when you come and as soon as you say, hey, uh, let's be friends, blah, 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 blah. By the way, I'm Christian. Uh, sometimes that could be enough to to get them to stop talking to you as well, uh, which, you know, hopefully it never goes the opposite way. But I recognize that it does as well. You know, Christian groups saying, you know, we don't really want somebody of your faith uh, in our group. And, and it shouldn't be that way with Christians. But uh, but sometimes I recognize it is. But anyways, um, it's a good topic as well, because you don't want to uh, necessarily shun people out of your group. But at the same time deciding when is a good time to really only surround yourself with the five people that you really trust uh and and really enjoy um i guess that's what you should be doing so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep as my friend simon sinek says uh, together we're better yeah let's let's keep practicing that uh, in our own lives because we can't change uh, too many lives but we can affect ours so uh, this next week uh, be a good kid Miss Deva, okay, because you, you got one coming. You you got one coming who was going to uh, be a little a mini me. <laughs> that, yeah, right. I hope that's good. <laughs> you have oh, a yeah, great I'm week. Excited. Thank you. You too. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.